The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Drayvon James, and I am super excited to be here with you today as we share on Monday, as we always do, about having a life of peace every day. Every day. And I'm super excited today because today our topic is on stress. And listen, as a mom of two teenagers, a wife, a full-time pharmacist, an author, an actress, and the creator of Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, where I do keynote speaking and workshops, I understand. I do. I understand how overwhelmed you may feel. I understand that. I understand deadlines. I understand unappreciated people who don't appreciate you. I understand that feeling of just, ah, another day. But guess what? Busy people, busy people deserve peace every day too. Not only do we deserve it, but we can have it. It's a lifestyle of practicing, a lifestyle of practicing. And what better way to practice anything than to do it with a team, right? My philosophy at life is that it takes a village to do everything. So this is our village right here, Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Super excited to be here or whatever time it is in your corner of the world right now. Today we are discussing peace, peace defined, I mean stress, but from an everyday peace perspective, and peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Can you even imagine? Can you imagine? what our lives would be like if we embraced that concept every day. On stressful days, there's so many of those, right? Days when we're hanging out at the beach or on the ski slopes, whichever is your favorite place to be, right? Peace every day. And we know that in every life, in every life, we have those days where just nothing seems to go right. And we deserve peace on those days too. We deserve peace on those days, too. So today we're talking about stress, and we're super excited that we have a wonderful, wonderful guest with us today, Linus Woods Mullins, who is a holistic living and wellness expert, a publisher, a producer, of a social media strategist. So you think she knows a little bit about being stressed? Yeah, just a little bit, right? Just like the rest of us. It's so rare in today's world that we meet somebody who just wears one hat or just works 40 hours a week, right? I mean, this is the the pace of which we are driving this machine, this body of ours. And honestly, guys, honestly, we really can really work our life the best way we can. I mean, we can be really good at our schedules. We can be really good at the word no, which is important in the adult life, right? Um, it's important to know how to use that word effectively. We can be really good with all that, but we just can't get rid of stress altogether because not all stress is bad, right? I mean, the stress of planning a wedding, right? 
uh, the stress of uh, preparing for a new baby, that's happy stress. It's still stress, right? But then there's that other kind of stress, which we all know all too well, the stress of losing a loved one or the stress of losing a job or dealing with um, relationship stresses or or teenagers, right? There's those things that happen in everyone's life that we wish didn't happen. And the key is we stay as prepared as we possibly can. We do. We stay as prepared as we possibly can. You know, I'm one of those people I love to um, read and keep myself informed and, and you know, ahead of things when it comes to taking care of the finances and all that stuff. I like to be ahead of that stuff. But you can't be ahead of everything because we don't know all the things that are around the next corner. We in our physical bodies don't know that. There is a creator who takes care of that stuff, but sometimes we forget. We forget that we're part of a whole, right? We forget that we're part of a whole. The book doesn't really stop with us, and it doesn't start here. But in, So we forget that, and sometimes we carry the whole burden, the whole burden on these little shoulders of ours. And it creates a really uncomfortable journey. And this life is a journey. This life is a journey. So I want to say at the very start of this program, too, that if you feel, if you feel like you're at a point in your life where there's so much stress, so much pressure, that you know deep within yourself that you need some kind of relief, I want to ask you right now to do yourself the biggest favor ever. That is to love and honor yourself in this moment. Seek support, whether it's professional help or clergy or family or friends. Seek support. Do that now. It really does take a village. It does. And that's okay. That's why there's more than one or two of us on the planet Earth, right? <laughs> it really does take a village. And I'm so glad that you're part of this village right now, part of this tribe right now with us on Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. But I'm so serious when I tell you, if you really are at that point, please honor yourself in that moment. And the best thing you can do in that moment, if you feel totally overwhelmed, like you can't take another thing, is to seek support seek support. So we're talking about this issue of stress today and how and managing it and managing it. And I just want to say that before we bring on our expert, our expert, and we have um, just get delighted with all the information that she's going to give us to go forth. I want to say that I know a thing or two about a thing or two when it comes to dealing with stress. And as I was thinking about this topic today and I was driving to work, I thought about two things. First, I thought about this program being on Monday, on Monday. Monday has traditionally got a bad rap. You know, the Monday blues, blah, Monday. But we're talking about peace every day on a Monday. How amazing is that? That just occurred to me as I was going to work this morning. I said, wow, you know, heading out to work, and I get this awesome opportunity to join with you all with this fantastic tribe and talk about everyday peace and we're doing it on a Monday. So pat ourselves on the back. We're game-changing the whole Monday. Everyday peacemakers, we're game-changing the whole Monday. And as I thought about that and I thought about my own journey with stress, I said, well, how do people, how do people even know if they're under stress? 
Because, you know, sometimes don't we just really get going with our day and our life and we're just, a, you know, we get in a situation where we're moving forward and we're trying to get things done and we're not checking on ourselves. We're not checking in to see how life is affecting us, how the choices we're making or the things that we're getting involved in are affecting us. And that was me for many years. For many years, my children were small, and I lived in an area where I, where I didn't have support, so I was not checking in on myself. I was what you call like a repressor or something of that nature. I just kind of pushed forward, pushed forward, and I was under this tremendous amount of stress. I only realized it when I thought back, and I had suffered from, from insomnia for about six months. I had been sleeping about three to three and a half hours a night. And it occurred to me, like, oh, well, when did that start? It started six months ago? That's a lot of stress. And that's a lot of Drayvon not checking in on Drayvon. So really take a moment in your day, every day, every day, to check in on yourself. I have always wanted to, always wanted to go to one of those silent retreats where people go away for seven days and they're just silent and they learn meditation. And I've never been able to do it, never been able to fit that into my schedule. And some days I really struggle with fitting in five or ten minutes of silent meditation in my schedule. And I'm sure there are lots of listeners right now who can uh, appreciate that because five or ten minutes of silent time, especially when you had small kids, is was hard to do. But even, you know, now that my children are teenagers, it's really hard to carve out that time. I make it a priority. So um, I do get it in. But So I've never been able to get that. that time away from the culture. Never been able to quite master getting that seven days away or that retreat away or even an hour away sometimes. But what I know is that when we learn how to manage stress in the middle of whatever's going on, we will increase the peace that we experience out of today. Because today is a day in our journey and it matters. Today is not a throwaway day. It matters. You matter. So that's so very important that we learn how to spend time with ourselves, learn how to understand ourselves, what's going on, be patient with ourselves. Oh, my goodness, that's like a big one. I catch myself rushing myself to a solution sometimes, right? And I think to myself, now, how dishonoring is that? For myself, right? Because the world is rushing me. My job is rushing me. Everybody wants a, a deadline and this and that. And then I, I don't like that pressure. I'm sure you don't like that kind of pressure all the time. But then I turn around and do, I do it to myself. I'll sit down to journal because journaling is a great way to relieve stress. I'll sit down to journal. And if I don't have an immediate answer, I can find myself tensing up a bit and being a bit impatient with myself. So I have to remind myself to love and honor myself in every moment. And I encourage you to do that too. I encourage you to love and honor yourself in every moment. Take that time out for you to sit, just sit, clear your mind, practice breathing, or walk in nature if you can get away and walk in nature. I love to do that. And there's something about walking in nature, just being there, you communing with the earth knowing that the earth is sturdy enough to, ha- to hold you and everything else, kind of reminds us that we're part of a whole. 
We're not doing this journey alone. We're part of a whole. So I want to encourage you to become a part of our conversation today. Join the discussion at 816-251-3555. This is live radio, and I want to introduce our guest to you, Linus Woods Mullins, holistic living and wellness expert publisher, producer, social media strategist, as she discusses with us today how to de-stress the mess. And, Linus, are you there? Yes, I am here, Dr. Drayvon. It's great to be here with you today. Oh, it's great to have you here, and I'm super excited to have you here. And before we start talking about distressing the mess, and I know you're going to have so many great um, tips on that, I'd like to just take a moment for the listeners to get to know you because you are a fabulous woman and doing some awesome work and just get to know a little bit about your body of work and the the work that you do that is so inspiring to not only me but many other women as well. Oh, thank you. Um, First of all, thanks for the opportunity to be able to share. It's always great be able to take some time and uh, kind of reflect back on things that you do because normally I don't think about my total body of work. I mean, that was yesterday's news. I'm always like, okay, what's going to happen today, which is inherent to all of us and which also kind of causes stress. But there's ways you can manage that. But I got into this whole business because of a stress and anxiety disorder that I had about 10 years ago. And I wanted to find out what it was I could do from a holistic perspective rather than just dropping pharmaceuticals to get better. And, you know, I started out on medication. I'm not anti-pharmaceutical, but I also know in many cases there are things that we can do ourselves to get well. And so I began to just dwell into the whole world of wellness and ended up uh, getting into the mind-body-spirit wellness movement, created a company called PraiseWorks and a brand called Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond, which is a brand that specializes in educating women over 40 and all the people who love them on how to be well using holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. Um, I publish a magazine called um, Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond. I produce three different internet and webcast shows. I have an online school uh, and I also have a wonderful women's group on Facebook. And one of the shows I produce, you happen to be on, uh, Living Life. I do. And I also have some one-on-one coaching programs as well as online coaching programs. So I stay pretty busy. But, you know, part of managing stress when you're putting a lot of effort into something is uh, ho- hopefully you're doing something that you love already. And that kind of takes away some of that stress. When you are stressed out and you're also doing something that you don't like, I always say it's probably time to do some self-assessment to move you towards what it is that you do like. That right there inherently takes away a large percentage of the stress. And you're right. We all have stress. You know, we all have that. Um, I raised four daughters. They're all adults now, and I have three grandchildren. Um, I'm married. Uh, You know, I have a very full life, just like many of us do. Uh, but over the years, I've learned to compartmentalize. And I also, it's funny because I was listening to you and I was thinking, well, it's one thing to listen to a show like this or to read a self-help book uh, when it comes to stress or whatever it is you want to work on. But it's another thing to actually implement it and actually use those tools once you find out about them. So I really want to encourage people to use the tools. In fact, I use one of my tools today because of something that was going on that could have totally stressed me out. But then I was like, oh, no, you know what? Let me use the tools that I talk about all the time. And you know what? Here I am talking about you, not stressed out, and uh, really turning 
uh, feeling pretty joyful considering. Whereas 10 years ago, I'd be in a corner somewhere rocking, upset, all anxiety written and everything else, and totally <laughs> off focus of what it is that I need to do. Totally off, you know. And um, But over the years, I've learned how to manage that. So I thought I would share a few tips um, to help with stress reduction, uh, especially when it comes to the holidays, which can be very stressful. And you couple that with the environment we're living in today, we happen to be in the United States listening to this broadcast, or even if you live in Europe or somewhere else, unless you're living under a rock, you know that most Americans right now have been pretty stressed out because of the political climate. No matter what side of the fence you sit on, I think we can all agree, it can be pretty stressful. And now it's the holidays on top of that. So you're probably um, filling some stuff, and it hasn't even really started yet. It really kind of starts going, I guess, um, during Turkey Day, although I've noticed that people start doing it right after um, uh, Halloween. They start putting, <laughs> I just came home yesterday with my daughter, and she was like, oh, my gosh, and we, I looked to the right what she was talking about, and sure enough, one of my neighbors had the tree, the light, and everything. <laughs> it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I thought to myself, my goodness, what a bunch of stress to put that up early. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe they did that to alleviate their stress. So they wouldn't have to do it later. Right. I don't know. But at first, when I looked at it, it was like a trigger, like, oh, my God, when am I going to get my trees? When am I going to decorate? You know, all that kind of stuff. And then I thought, you know what? That's them. Okay. Fantastic. And this is me. I have my Oh, my goodness. I just want to say right there, I think we could take a boatload of stress off of ourselves right there. And I, that comparison, or you know, this person is doing that, or this, or, or that competitiveness, sometimes can be so stressful. We, you know, looking at what the next woman is doing or what the next mom is doing. I, I tell a story when I first became a mom. I joined a mom's group, which I quickly got out of because I realized that the whole point of the group was to was to find out which mom had gotten the least amount of sleep. And it was like we sat there at these meetings, and it was one horror story after another. And, of course, I was living hundreds of miles away from my family, my mom, and I didn't have any support. And I just I didn't want to sit there and feel like, this is this a competition to see which one of us is the most tired? It was like this competition and comparing ourselves to the next person. And when we get, when we get away from that and realize how lovely and how amazing we are, and that there's only one of us and there's only one of them, it takes a lot of stress off of us. Yes, the kinds of things I'll be sharing are very commonsensical, and I'm sure your audience has heard them before. But it's like I said once again, it's not that we're not aware of some of these things. It's just all about implementation. And some yeah. of these things involve lifestyle changes, and it's really hard to change something that you've been doing like forever. But if you take a look at the value add in terms of the piece it might give you later as you learn to do this thing and how more uh, impactful you will be, but most importantly, it will help you to feel better because I tell you, you're either going to pay for it on the front end or the back end when it comes to this whole stress thing. I don't know, you know how many of your listeners know this, but stress can be uh, ultimate death sentence if you don't get it under control because it can ruin the immune system and bring in all other kinds of things like chronic disease, diabetes, um, heart disease, uh, even stroke, and even you can say to show some kinds of stresses, ongoing continual stress. There's a direct correlation between that and cancer. So 
So there's all kinds of motivations as to why we need to be aware and need to make some changes yeah. in our lifestyle uh, so that we're not feeling the results of stress. And I always tell people that, you know, with the women that I work with, that my goal is not to get rid of your stress. I mean, it's there. But it's to learn how to minimize the impact of stress on your body and maximize those joyful experiences that you have every day. Because believe it or not, we do have joy every day. Or as you would say, everyday peace is available to us. We just need to implement the things so that we can experience that. Absolutely. And that's, that's what I think is so important because you said earlier, we could read so many books and we can know about so many things. It's the implementation. And what I found really, really helpful when I do workshops is telling people small things that they can do every day because sometimes we get overwhelmed with all of our options. we got so many options, but we don't know how to even start one or, you know, get the ball rolling on one thing because the day is spinning out of control from the time we get up until the, the time we go to bed. And, look, and you say, oh, my goodness, I haven't done anything to do any self-care, to manage the stress. So learning that implementation and sticking to uh, one thing, you know, finding one small thing that you can do, I think makes a big difference instead of overwhelming yourself and saying, oh, my gosh, I got to do all these things. Well, that's stressful, too. Pick one small thing that you can work on, get that, incorporated into your regular days so that it becomes like a no-brainer. It's like on on what they call automatic pilot almost. You just go to it, your go-to. And then once you get that put into your routine, then you go to the next, add something else. I, I, I agree. Making the tools part of your day, learning to utilize them. Absolutely. I would say maybe one day, one thing that's important in terms of minimizing stress, and this is my first tip, is learning to start your day in a positive way. Um, And I've learned this over the years because of how I used to start my day, which was basically uh, totally stressed out, feeling anxiety so much that when it was like waking up in the morning and um, being on a roller coaster and going straight downhill with normal strength. That was the feeling I had every morning when I got up. And the only thing that seemed to stop it was my husband would make, bring me a cup of coffee. And the caffeine, I don't know what it was, kind of stopped that. That's really when I started uh, drinking uh, coffee about 15 years ago. It was a result of this horrible anxiety or panic attacks early in the morning. Uh, but I learned over time that there's other ways, <laughs> other things that I could do. And the number one thing that I do first thing in the morning When I first wake up, besides drinking my lemon water, which is very important because it wakes up your brain, kind of gets rid of the fog, you drink water with lemon and lime, that gets the fog out. But the other thing is to think of at least three things that I'm grateful for. Oh, I love it. You really ponder on those things. Before you even really start moving, you wake up, you open your eyes, you drink your water with lemon so that you can kind of think clearly and say, you know, God or universe or wherever it is that you pray to, I am so grateful for. And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. I had I, I told this story about a woman I worked with once. Um, she was one of my first clients, and she was stressed out and suffering from depression and also just really low self-esteem. And one of the exercises we did was coming up with three things that she was grateful for. And she just couldn't think of anything. I mean, she just really couldn't because she was so bogged down with all the things that didn't seem to be working in her life. That was her focus, which will stress you out if you focus on that all the time. But she had forgotten about those things that she weren't grateful for. So she kind of said, kind of, she was kidding, and she said, well, 
I can say I'm grateful for nail polish. What about that? This nail polish is a chip. I kind of like that. And I said, great. He said, really? She said, that's so, I said, hey, if that's what you're grateful for, then that's what we'll focus on. She says, oh, well, if that's the case. And then she named a couple more things. So I worked with her for about five months. I still stay in touch with her, and she sends me a Christmas card every year because this was like eight years ago. And she, and she tells me now that she has a gratitude journal, pages and pages of things that she's grateful for. Now, does that mean she doesn't have stress? Does that mean that she doesn't have issues of concern and maybe a feelings of depression from time to time? Absolutely. But it's not her focus. Because remember this, listeners, what you focus on, what you think about, what you ponder on on a daily basis truly does come to pass. Oh, man, that is those so things true. That are grateful, yeah, if you focus on the things that you're grateful for, then you're going to start seeing more and more things to be grateful for. Stuff is just going to start popping out all everywhere. You focus on that fear, that stress, that negative thing that happened at work, that negative conversation you had with your spouse, that terrible driver that cut you off, all that stuff. Well, the next thing you know, more of that, more of those kinds of things will happen to you. So my first we talked about that. Is, yeah. Yeah. We talked okay. about that last week too, and I just want to say that I I have lived my life from that place right there for a number of years. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I think of three things that I'm grateful for. And some mornings I'm so, I didn't get enough sleep and I wake up and I just say, I'm grateful that I remember to think about it because I'm so far, you know, you're just so foggy, you need more sleep. But I think it's so important that our listeners understand that it doesn't have to be something, oh, you know, earth shattering that happened because when you start looking at life from a gratitude uh, point of view, you realize that everything is a miracle. Everything is extraordinary. There are no ordinary anything. The fact that we can hear or we can blink. You know, I, I talked about that on my last show that I woke up one day and my grad, one of my gratitude things was that I could blink. I don't know where it came from, but, you know, that I could blink. The fact, you know, so many things. Uh, last month I had a in, foot injury uh, in September, and one of my toes got hurt really badly, and you realize that how often do you wake up and say, I'm grateful for my toes, but I can tell you, <laughs> one toe being out of commission <laughs> will change mm-hmm. your life. <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely true. We really begin to understand what uh, we are grateful for many times. So we we're going to come it. back after the, after the break, and we're going to finish talking about gratitude tips with our guest, Linus Wood Mullins. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be right back with you. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder 
taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. God is extravagant supply. Get that, extravagant. God is extravagant supply. He brings forth the best robe. He spreads a banquet table, as we saw last night, with good things on which we may feast. He overflows our cup. He opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing. And then this is what the Unity Correspondence Course said. Why are you satisfied with such meager living when you may have so much? To find out more about Unity teachings, visit unity.org. Discover Unity Village, and you'll find a peaceful oasis just 15 miles from downtown Kansas City, Missouri. If you're doing business in the area or looking for the perfect place for your retreat or conference, check out all that Unity Village has to offer. With 1,200 wooded acres, a beautiful nature trail, award-winning rose garden, golf course, and newly redesigned hotel and conference center, Unity Village has everything you need for that perfect event. Go to unityvillage.org to find out more. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. The world is full of people with amazing stories. I'm Diane Ray, and make plans to join me every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Central for my radio show, Be Present. Each week, I invite you to join in the conversation as I talk to guests about health and wellness, spirituality, metaphysics, philosophy, and a lot more. I want to share information that you can apply to your life today. Listen live or download the show later on demand. I hope you can tune in here on unityonlineradio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace. This is a live radio program, so please feel free to call in and join us. discussion. The telephone number is 816-251-3555. We have a wonderful guest today, Ms. Linus Woods Mullins, Mrs. Linus Woods Mullins, holistic living and wellness expert, publisher, producer, social media strategist. So we're talking about ways to de-stress the mess in our lives. And we all know we have it. We have it. We have stress that's hanging out there. And her first tip was about the gratitude. You know, we talked about that last week. So you know that's got to be something that three um, gratitude list of three items. First thing in the morning before your feet hit the bed, what you think about, you bring about. So, Linus, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move on to that tip number two you have for us. 
Yeah, I do. And this is an obvious tip, but it makes such a major difference. During the uh, winter months when it's colder, we have a tendency to drink, you know, hot liquids and things like that, which is fine. And I always deal with uh, stress from a wellness holistic standpoint, addressing uh, the mind, the body, and the spirit. So a body tip for you is to stay hydrated. And I don't mean hydrated with juice or hydrated with coffee or soda or any of that other stuff we drink. I'm talking about water. Again, that water thing, that thing that I ask you to drink, you know, first thing in the morning when you get up. But during the course of the day, drinking water, first of all, helps to give you electrolytes, which uh, gives you more energy throughout the day. It also keeps your metabolism going for those of us who are worried about, you know, eating a lot of good holiday spirits of food or spirits, you know, drinking and picking up that extra weight. Uh, water can help you keep that fleshed out and can also keep your metabolism going so that you don't necessarily hold on uh, to all those unwanted calories. And it gets rid of brain fog for some of us older people who are out there, you know, running around at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you're tired. You think, oh, I need a cup of coffee. Try some water laced with lime. Lime has electrolytes in it, and it will wake up the brain, and you'll feel a sense of energy. And so this is an obvious tip, but, you know, we have a tendency to kind of not drink as much water as we do in the um, summer months because it's hot and we're sweating or whatever, cools you off. But still, you can be room temperature water, carry around water bottle with you, squeeze some lemon in in the morning or put some apple cider vinegar in it. Great for the immune system since you're out there around without around a lot of people. And they say you should drink about half your body weight. So if you weigh 125 pounds and you probably, what is that, 60-something pounds or 62 right. or whatever that is, um, mm-hmm. that would be um, maybe um, five 16-ounce um, glasses or something like that, a little bit longer, well, four, four 16-ounce glasses would do it if you could do that. It's amazing how quickly um, you um, will drink those four things without even thinking about it. Look at it this way. You can drink one bottle of water an hour during the course of an eight-hour day. You're doing good. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And, you know, I always heard about the lemon water. And I recently, over the last two years or so, started doing apple cider vinegar, like a tablespoon of that in my water. But in lime, that's a very good point. But I didn't know that lime was good for brain fog in the afternoon because that happens as we, yeah. your days are so busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a caller on the yeah. line here. Oh, we do? Okay. Um, um, first name is Man, and I am going to just click on uh, Keisha Man. Hi, you're on the line with Everyday Peace. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Drayvon. Hi, uh, Linus with Mullins. I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for calling in. Sure. I had a question for both of you. Um, first of all, I'm loving the show, and thank you so much for, for the fact that I'm part of your tribe. I appreciate that on Motivation <laughs> Monday. Um, my question is, what do you do to distress the mess or even cultivate everyday peace during this holiday season? particularly Thanksgiving, when you're surrounded by family, specifically my family, <laughs> which <laughs> tends to thrive on stress and drama and uh, just really kind of fun and yet dysfunctional family dynamics. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I am happy to say that that is not necessarily my family because we are so glad to be together that we just kind of, you know, find ways to get along. But in general, 
um, you know, occasionally you have friends or other family that come through your life that um, are kind of negative nannies and, you know, either give you negative feedback or they bring with them the negativity of the day or they're just in a bad mood or whatever. And the whole idea is to try to find a way to keep them from penetrating your bubble because I absolutely recommend bubbles. And the idea of looking at some things with rose-colored glasses and not making their words, their beliefs, their way of looking at things be adopted to your way of looking at things. And one way I do that is I just kind of find a way to kind of, uh, you know, to kind of drown them out and to go to my happy place. I kind of get into visualization, and I've learned how to do that even with my eyes open where I'm thinking about a place that brings me a sense of joy and peace. And that person just talks right away. You might be shaking your head or whatever, but you're not even really responding to that negativity. And instead, you're focusing on something that's positive. It could be you know, happy place. It could be um, an affirmation. It could be affirmations. It could be even the music you're listening to in your headphones if you want to do that, although some people might think it's rude. But the whole idea is to find a way to drown out that part of you and to bring that part that's trying to get into your bubble and stay in your bubble and focus on what's working in your life, focus on something that's positive, and go there to that happy place. And just let it roll off, because those are their thoughts, their interpretations. You don't have to adapt them. And let them just kind of bounce off. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, one of the things that I do, which I, <laughs> I have to tell you that you guys know that I'm an actress and I, I love acting, and sometimes I look at my own life because probably like the caller, uh, that's likely to happen at an event that I go to sometimes. And uh-huh, uh-huh. what I say to myself is, wow, this would make a really good movie. <laughs> like if it wasn't happening, to, if, it, if it wasn't happening to me, if I was like part of this and then I suddenly don't become part of it, I become an observer and I just watch. And I, uh-huh. I won't say that I enjoy the show, but I start to appreciate every actor at the table i appreciate the role that they are playing and and i appreciate it in such a way that i can find myself in there and i i gotta tell you i use this technique in about just about everything that i do when i get in that space where i can't take it anymore i say wow this would make a great movie because you know how movies have those annoying people sometime or those annoying circumstances that are happening so I do that. Yeah. I, 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 I use it as a coping mechanism to say that uh, I can find joy in this too. And it's it can be challenging yeah. in the beginning when you become the target of the not so funny jokes or the, you know, oh, I remember when. <laughs> but I do use that. You know, I, I use that. That's technique. interesting because one of my other tips that I have when distressing the mess is to rather than push back whatever the stress is that's causing you those feelings of anxiety or frustration or even depression, it's okay to go ahead and acknowledge it. This is how it's making you feel. This is how I feel right now. And then once you've allowed yourself maybe a couple of minutes or so, just go ahead and feel that thing. Then you say, okay, that's that. Now it's time to move on to something else and move on to something else. You have the power in your mind and brain to be able to do that. Now, I'm not talking about people who are um, chemically depressed, you know, people who are like really, really, you know, depressed or stressed out. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those things that come through 
especially during the holidays that irritate you. Somebody bumped you in a line. Someone spilled coffee on your toe. You can't find the credit card you left at home. You know, whatever. You ran out of batteries for your phone, ran out of charge, and you didn't bring your charger. Those things happen during the holidays because we're just doing so much stuff happens. Okay, you're upset about it. Acknowledge it. Feed into it. Vent if you need to for, you know, two, three minutes, whatever. And then let it go. Because I tell you, if you keep hanging on to that, the same stuff keeps happening. Let it go. Acknowledge it. Lean into it. Then let it go. Oh, I love it. I love that leaning into it. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I the movie analogy. Yeah, and I hope you enjoy your holidays <laughs> and enjoy enjoy the people too, because you know the one thing about life is that it is so interesting because of all of the different personality types. That's what makes this journey really interesting. That we're all so different, and sometimes I find if we're under a lot of stress, you know, when we're stressed out, and for people who do the cooking and the cleaning and all that stuff. Sometimes we're not as well rested as we need to be during these holiday times and that, you know, we can't take another crude joke at the table where the children are sitting, <laughs> you know, <Exactly>. so, um, <laughs> you know, so we're not as tolerant or as tactful as we need to be sometimes and as patient with people. But I do love that approach, Lennis, about leaning into the conflict because I'm, I, I really, uh, that's a big part of my life is leaning into it and honoring what I'm feeling in that moment and honoring the person too, but really being, you know, uh, I guess sort of candid with our responses and say, Oh, wow. Do you think that's a, you know, maybe we could raise the elevation, uh, raise the conversation a bit or something small like that. And we're so glad that you came and just switching it. How, you know, how's your job or just moving the conversation mm-hmm. along kind of so people don't get stuck. Yeah. yeah. They don't get stuck in that, in that place. Yeah, I love it. I'll tell you another another tip that I have around that piece is you want to like change the energy and change the conversation and change how you're feeling in that conversation is to begin focusing on your breathing. Uh, You know, we are a nation of non-breathers. We don't breathe. We hold our breath all the time. We hold our breath when we're driving. We hold our breath when we're having a meeting with our boss. We hold our breath when we're having a difficult conversation with our significant other. Because we're kind of like bracing for that impact, that negative impact, or bracing for something. It's that, you know, flight or uh, fright response kind of thing. But if you stop and take a deep cleansing breath, you suddenly begin to change the atmosphere and the energy. You take some of your control back in terms of how you're going to encode the world, how you're going to respond, how you're going to react. Go ahead and let yourself breathe and just kind of stop a minute and slow things down. A lot of times we get stressed out because we feel like we have to react right away. Do this, that, this, that. But if you stop and you breathe and kind of focus on your breathing for a while, and get away from that other stuff of, you know, always reacting and holding your breath and waiting for the bad stuff to come or whatever, uh, you'll find yourself naturally relaxing. And it's this again, this is a very simple tip, but it's amazing how many of us just don't breathe. And I always tell people, if you can't take, you know, three deep cleansing breaths. Now, I know you've done it before because when you talk to someone and you're, you know, not happy with me, you know, you take a breath. Well, I'm saying even before it gets to that, part. Check in with yourself. Check in with yourself to see where you are in your feelings during the course of the day. And you'll find when you're checking in with yourself, oh, when's the last time I took a deep breath? You know, my kids used to tell me all the time, Mom, you're always taking a deep breath. What's wrong? I'm like, well, you know, (laughs) I'm raising (laughs) four (laughs) kids. 
<laughs> always. But I, I, America, you know, <laughs> right, right. country. Uh, that's what's wrong. But right. thing, and I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know it at the time. That's what I was doing. But it was refreshing my blood supply. It was getting more red blood into my brain so I could think more clearly. And it was relieving my stress. And I still do that to this day. I don't even think about it. But I, now I do tell that a lot to people because it's a very simple thing, but it's something that we don't do a lot. And that's just breathe. Breathing, water, and gratitude. Those awesome place to start. We got some other callers on the line. Keisha, thank you for mm-hmm. calling so much. I hope those tips were helpful. And I can't wait for you to call back after the holidays so we can find out how all that turned out for you. Thank you so much. They were. Okay. All right. We're going to go to our next caller that's waiting on the line. Uh, Kevin, welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We're talking about stress today. How are you? Kevin? Oh, hello. Hi. How are you, Dr. James? Excellent show. Excellent show. Um, Very timely for the holidays. We talk about stress. And I just wanted to say briefly, I think a good way to handle stress is a combination of um, exercise and then meditation. I think that um, exercise, well, oftentimes we talk about relieving stress and we talk about doing mental exercises, but physical exercise is good as well because it helps to relax the body as if you don't overdo it and you don't, you're not crazy with it, but you do it to get your, your body relaxed, maybe work up a little bit of a sweat, get yourself in a, in a sort of endorphin state of mind. And then afterwards, sit down if you can, and meditate, and, and and your meditation should be on being grateful for, one, the opportunity to have the ability to work out, and then just try to think of um, who you can be grateful for or grateful to or grateful about during this holiday season. I read this quote by, um, oh, God, Albert Schweitzer, and he says that one of the things that we should be grateful for are he says that our inner fire and all of us eventually will burn out, but we make contact with somebody, a human being, who helps to rekindle that fire. And so that's something that we should be grateful for. So I think that that's one thing, one way to relieve stress is the physical exercise and then meditate and meditation. I think just being grateful for just that all you've been blessed with, whether you believe in God or whatever your higher power is, just to be grateful um, uh, that you have the opportunity to just be able to to exercise and then to be able to just think about ways in which you can be grateful to others and meditate on that. And I think that will help to relieve stress because you take the focus off of yourself and think about um, what you can be grateful for. And so I think that's one way to relieve stress. Oh, thank you for calling. I love that idea about exercise. Yeah, that's funny because that was one of the other tips I was going to talk about. When you talk about movement and exercise, uh, taking a quick walk in the outdoors, sometimes, you know, in the morning or, you know, in the middle of your afternoon. Because if you do it at around that one, between one and three o'clock slump, where people have a tendency, their blood sugar levels go down, they have a tendency to feel tired, and they have a tendency to be a little bit more irritable. So if you can get out and walk that off a little bit, that really does help, and you're absolutely right. It helps with the endorphins. But another thing, too, is yoga. There are certain moves in yoga that can help to reduce stress, and you don't have to put yourself in a pretzel necessarily or anything like that. But it's a very simple move that you can do. Uh, There's something called the little child pose. 
and you can Google that, uh, the child pose and for yoga. And it really involves stretching the back and your thighs, and it's amazing um, how that alleviates stress and how much better you feel um, when you are um, moving. I mean, moving, any kind of movement at all. I don't like to say exercise, but it turns people off. So any kind of movement at all gets the happy, what I call the happy hormones going. It gets your endorphins going. You can stay in a place where you can get those endorphins going, that does help alleviate stress. And one of the things I was going to tell you was this sounds so obvious, but it helps laughter. Um, I know I am usually the brunt of family jokes because I do, you know, silly stuff, not on purpose, but (laughs) I just do some stupid stuff. We were playing a game last night and I did something stupid and they were just laughing, laughing, laughing. I know you could take it personally, but I don't because I, first of all, I like a good laugh. But I also enjoy seeing other people, other people laugh. And it just oh, brings yes. the level of the energy and the vibration. You know, laughter is so important. So if you have a good joke show, a station you like to listen to on your satellite radio or YouTube or Pandora or whatever, uh, YouTube videos you like to watch that make you laugh, I would definitely have it on my speed dial on my cell phone during the holiday season. Laughter is contagious and it just raises the energy level. You want to look for things that are going to raise that vibration, that energy vibration, to a higher level. Uh, Stress, when you're stressed out, you're at a low vibrational level. But when you're not, you raise that energy level. And as a result, again, what you think about, what you surround yourself with, the things that you're doing, they kind of like feed off of each other. And all of a sudden, you find yourself feeling better and no longer suffering from the results of a lot of stress. That is so true. That is absolutely true. Um, Kevin, thank you for calling. Uh, I oh, hope that welcome. you'll enjoy, enjoy your thank holiday you season. And, you know, your exercise, your meditation, and definitely, uh, I heard of laughter meditation. Now, we're going to have a, a guest on yeah. the show next month, I believe, and she does uh, she does a laughter meditation. So there's a oh, lot wonderful. out there. I, I I love to laugh. So we, we have another caller on the, on the line. So before our hour is great, up great. on we're going to get to the next caller. Thank you. Please join us again. Thank you for being part of our tribe today. We have Narcissus on the line. Hi, Narcissus. You're on the line with Everyday Peace and Dr. Drayvon James. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. We're happy to have you. Thank you for being with us. So, okay, so um, you had a... two... yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, actually, the other two people that just spoke kind of stole my thunder. But I'll go ahead and say it anyway. Um, <laughs> the, I, I had, you know, of course, I had a lot of stress in my life. And one of the things, I was going through divorce, just going through life. I had relocated, moved, stress, new job, whole child custody issue. And uh, I had, during that time, uh, definitely I, I connected with family and I had a lot of laughter. That really helped some of my relatives reach out to me and we were able to, you know, get some laughter. kind of helped me through that time. And then the physical, during that time, I also had a, a life coach, like a coach. She was a breathologist. And uh, like the other lady that was speaking said, that breathing, there's so many different types of breathing. In the yoga, they teach you different breathing. There's a Kriya yoga. There's all kind of breath techniques that actually can lower your stress, can give you more energy. And the breathing is really, the exercise, the breathing, all those things that were spoken earlier are all the things that I use to get through this, all those, like all those, those critical things that happen in your life that cause you stress, I had them all, had them all happen at the same time. And the laughter, wow. the exercise, the breathing, all of that kind of helped you know, even just family and friends, being around family and friends. And even, I think, sometimes talking about people with people who are going through something similar so that we don't feel like you're isolated, you know, because I kind of – I didn't really 
talk to people about my situation. But then when I kind of opened up and shared, I found a lot of guys I'd gone through. One guy, actually, I met, I used to work at the Senate. We were on the bus in the hood. And, you know, both, you know, he's Ivy League college. We both were doing pretty well in our lives at one point. And both on the bus, met on the bus. I said, what are you doing on the bus? He's like, I'm going through a divorce. I said, me too. He said, I can't afford living. I had to move to the hood. So we kind of laughed about it. And we actually had the same judge, right, at the same time. And, then, you know, he moved out of the area to D.C. He moved to Texas. I moved to Texas at the same time. We got, you know, going through the same thing at the same time. Then I, I was in Atlanta, and I talked to a lot of other guys who had gone through the same thing. So sometimes just talking to people, too, can kind of help that stress, help you get through those difficult times. So, yeah, family, friends, laughter, all that stuff. So. Oh, wow. You know, you're such a blessing to the show today because we started off the show at the top of the hour by saying that everything that we do, it takes a village. It takes a village. And having Linus Woods Mullins here today to share, she said these were simple tips, but I'm writing them down as she's saying them. And they're mm-hmm. simple things that we take for granted, mm-hmm. that we take for granted. We need this time together to remind ourselves. And it looks like we have one more caller in it. We're going to sneak this caller in before our time runs out together. Thank you for being part of our tribe together with us today. We're here again on Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please come back and join us. We have another. Thank you. We have uh, Nancy Murray on the line with us now. We're just going to, oh, she's coming on. We'll give her a second to get in place. But Linus, I I wanted to say something. You talked about laughter. I absolutely use this every day. And I know that it raises your your energetic vibration. You find something to laugh about. I read, remember that book, The Secret? I read in that Mm -hmm. book many, many many years ago. And I I hope that I'm not misquoting that book because I like to read a lot of things like that. But someone in that book talked about um, getting a health issue cured and they use laughter. They watched nothing but comedies and they laughed. And I know that it's so helpful uh, to laugh. And It, it absolutely get- is. Um, I, I just got to watching uh, something on Netflix. And it was, I was telling my sister, I said, you know, it was really good, but it was so dark that I needed to raise my vibrational level. And, and I said, okay, let's watch something funny now. Because that was just so dark. So when you know that, what you're watching or what you're doing or who you're around is kind of like on the low level. Just make sure that you expose yourself to a higher vibration through laughter or something that's funny, something that gives you a bit of joy. I was going to mention one more thing that maybe some people maybe they don't know about, but they can definitely very easily do, and that's aromatherapy. That's putting smells in your home, in your car, or on yourself, on your person that reminds you of something that is pleasant and joyful. Uh, that's amazing what it can do. Familiar smells. Um, of course, there are essential oils you can use, lavender that relaxes you, or citrus and orange essential oils that give you energy. But any kind of familiar smell that has attached to it positive, joyful things goes a long way towards keeping you more uh, less stressed out and more joyful during the holiday season. Oh, I, I, love, I love that idea, too, because, you know, uh, I just recently learned about the citrus. I, I like aromatherapy, but the citrus, how it energizes you. So I got to get some of that yeah. to put in my office because uh, that exercise midday or that feeling that you get at midday where you're just kind of getting really run down and you can't take it anymore. And one of my staff members said that she used, I actually walked past her office and she goes, oh, I said, oh, that's a wonderful scent. And she goes, oh, it's my afternoon aromatherapy. And it was citrus. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. afternoon aerobotherapy. Yeah, I am all for that. I, I, I burn candles in my home all the time, and I have certain scents that I like to use when I want to focus, other scents when I need to concentrate, and other scents I want to create, and then scents when I just need to relax and calm down. And I sleep sometimes with lavender in my pillow to help lull me to sleep and have a much deeper sleep because, of course, rest is truly important, even during the holiday season, to ward off that stressed out feeling. You've got to give yourself just maybe a 15-minute refresher nap, 30-minute nap, uh, just to kind of relax yourself and go on with the day and not feel stressed out all the time. Linus, you are a breath of fresh air. You have been such a wonderful gem of knowledge and for this show today. And how can the view listeners find you and connect with you as we head towards the top of our hour? How can they connect with you um, if they want to find out more about what you're doing? Well, the best way to connect with me um, is to take a look at my website at wellnesswoman40.com. That's wellnesswoman40.com. And for those of you who are on Facebook, especially for you ladies out there over 40, we have a fantastic group on Facebook called Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond Group. Join the group. Uh, about 1,800 women from all over the world who are sharing all kinds of wellness tips for your mind, your body, and your spirit, including stress tips as well. Well, thank you all for being here, you everyday peacemakers. We'll meet here again next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace. Until next time, be peaceful. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.